Hello, and welcome to another episode of Just Cuz, the podcast where two cousins talk about things they love. Just Cuz, today we're discussing the big bad season finale of Loki <laughs> season two. Maybe Loki forever. We don't know. Yeah, maybe this is the last <laughs> time we ever see him. Yeah. With that, we should say massive spoiler warning. We always talk spoilers on this podcast, but if you have not seen Loki season one and season two, go watch that right now. Get on your ass, turn on the TV, and go watch it right now. <laughs> this is not a drill. It's excellent. Okay? <laughs> you know, go pitch your gym clothes on and then go sit on the couch and you're still going to be sweating from stress. Yeah, grab a big tub of ice cream and you'll still cry. <laughs> so. Yep. <laughs> It'll be great. It'll be cathartic. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sasha, obviously, we both know our opinions on this show, but what did you think of this? Max, I loved it more <laughs> than words can say. And I was not expecting to. I can't stress that enough. Like, I love season one of Logi. We've talked about it. I love the character. I love all of the, the characters in the show and right. the... I love the direction of season one, but as season two has gone on, I had gotten a little, not worried, but I had gotten mm -hmm. a little apprehensive. I thought, do those mean the same thing? Is that, is there like no point uh, in differentiating? They're, they're synonymous, I <laughs> yeah, guess. Yeah, I think I don't so. Know. Whatever. I was worried. <laughs> Fine. And I, I was worried because... Around the midpoint, I want to say like around episode three or four, I had mm -hmm. I was worried that we had lost the plot. I was sitting there watching Loki, and we were in the 1800s looking yep, for was, Victor Timely and Ravona. I was gonna say this exact same yeah, thing. Yeah, Ravona Renslayer and Miss Oh Clock, whatever. Miss Minutes. Miss Minutes. That's. <laughs> I did like her She's, and her, yeah. you know, character work, but I think I had the exact same worry mm -hmm. around episode three when they went back in time and they were running around and it had some great old timey music, but it was around that point that I realized Loki season two lost its showrunner, the person who was kind of behind season one. Oh. Mm -hmm. And... That was the moment, because I'd never really been concerned about that, but after episode three, and again, I liked it, like I said, Miss Minutes and her crazy love for uh, He Who Remains, mm -hmm. but- She was down bad. <laughs> yeah, I just, like you said, I didn't know if we were coming to a point, but clearly we were, because I think clearly. even the next episode, is that the one where they crush all the people in the cube? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that, that and that's the one where Loki meets himself and well okay so it's it's revealed what we all thought was definitely the case from the first episode yeah. where the <laughs> Loki who is time slipping through time who sees Sylvie in the future and she's like oh there you are um gets <laughs> gets um 
spiked or whatever. No, um, pruned. Pruned. That's. <laughs> I'm not good. Like with your words fingers in today. in a pool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pruny fingers. He gets pruned <laughs> by himself. It was Loki who pruned mm-hmm. him. Loki from the future. Mm-hmm. And honestly, and if that wasn't the case, I feel like we both would have been angry. Yeah. It's like no, it had to be Loki because it was so obvious. Because Sylvie was already looking for him. She literally said, "Oh, there yeah. you are. Who else would it be?" And Loki would obviously know that he's saving his own life by doing that. So mm-hmm. it just made sense. But when it was revealed in episode four, first of all, I forgot that there were only six episodes of the season. <laughs> and I was looking at the number and I was like, this has already happened? That seems too soon. <laughs> I was like, I thought they were going to save this for the finale. But boy, am I happy that they didn't. No, they had too many other things to talk about in the finale. Oh, boy, did they. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so he prunes himself, um, and then Ravona and Miss Minutes recruit Brad, who's, mm-hmm. he's just there this season. Like, yeah, I, I was, again, I like it. a lot of his character work, but yeah, I don't know what he was there for. Yeah, because he wasn't in the first season and they introduced him, right? He wasn't in the first season, right? Am I no, losing No, not that I know. Okay, of. no. No, he wasn't in the first season. And they introduced him, and I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be interesting. And then he just, like, disappears at the end of episode four. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't disappear. He's killed. Like, I remember it happening. Mm. But it happens so quickly and so unceremonious. I think in episode four or five, I don't remember. And it's, it's just like, oh, we never see him again. Okay, I get it. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I thought it was going to, I thought he was going to be a little more important to, like, because of how much focus yeah. he got. Like, he wasn't a main villain, but he was one of the antagonists, yeah. and I liked him. And his movie, what was it, Zaniac? I mean, like, there was a whole cool sequence of of Loki and Mobius chasing him mm-hmm. through the 1930s or whatever. And that was great. And we got a, that was like the biggest showcase of Loki's magic this season oh when he was in the shadows also when brad ran into that crowd of people and oh, that yep. crowd of people was all loki it was all fake it was all him and <laughs> oh, i'm like that's, that's so sick i love when he plays with your mind i love when when they remind us that he was a villain i'm like he mm-hmm. was a really good villain and he's getting a tv show for a reason because he's super cool or even just the fact that you forget that Loki has really cool illusion powers. Mm-hmm. We're getting ahead of ourselves, but there's a moment in the TVA where they get magic back. Oh, and I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. Loki's got a lot of magic. Yeah. No, that was actually really funny. I think that was the same episode as we're talking about mm-hmm. because they are like, I rewatched them, so they all blended together a little bit. <laughs> but <laughs> right. it's when Mobius and um, Casey and... Ouroboros are like, oh, we have we might uh, have to turn this thing off so the loom doesn't explode. And they're like, what is it? And they're uh, Loki and Sylvia are like, what is it? And then Casey, I I don't know who says it, but they're like, oh, it's to it'll it'll it's the thing that prevents people from using magic in the TVA. And then Loki oh, and Sylvia yeah. look at each other and they're like, turn it off, <laughs> turn it off right now. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, they're the same person. They want their freaking magic. <laughs> My initial thought wasn't even, oh crap, Loki and Sylvie can use magic now. My thought was, go get the Infinity Stones. There's a bunch of them. (laughs) 
<laughs> use them right now. But no, they, they didn't. And I'm kind of glad they didn't. Yeah. Because we're done with the Infinity Stones. We're so done. And I don't think <laughs> I don't think that magic filter would have made the Infinity Stones work. Because, well, just like theorizing, the TVA is like mm. outside of time, right? And I think right. the Infinity Stones only have power in their universe. Because they are like created of the universe. So I don't think they would have power in a place without time, no matter if there was a magical protection or not. I can say with confidence that is sometimes the case. Yeah. Oh, okay, fair. <laughs> sometimes it's not. <laughs> so I have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, who knows? But I'm, again, I'm glad they didn't get the Infinity Stones. Yeah. Honestly, We're past the Infinity Saga. I forgot all about those Infinity Stones in the drawer <laughs> there. Uh. Well, my my thought was like, oh, there are dozens. We can use so many. But no, no. It's better <laughs> that we don't. But I have a note, and we're kind of changing topics, but I don't know how to feel about Sylvie in this entire season because she doesn't have a lot to do, but... The more I think about it, the more I'm like, yeah, that's the point. Yeah. She doesn't want to have a lot to do. Yeah. I I felt that she was very consistent in her characterization. Um, and you're exactly right. Like, she doesn't want to do anything. She just wants to live her mm -hmm. life. She just wants to work at McDonald's and go listen to records. <laughs> right? I'm like, that's mm -hmm. not a terrible life. You know, you go do you, <laughs> Sylvie. Fair. And she had fully just swatted loki away just being like no we're not saving the universe you're just trying to get your band back together yeah i'm done i'm not helping and she was morally right until everything started disappearing right which that spaghetti effect oh wow. my gosh wait okay so let's back up just a little bit <laughs> yeah we gotta um, go back an episode yeah we should probably discuss the loom exploding and the end of episode four and that cliffhanger. Okay, that's... Just the way that it explodes. You see Loki. It's like the Oppenheimer shot where it's a bunch of light on his face mm -hmm. and then cut to black. That's good. That's not what I was going to say, but that's good. <laughs> Let's talk about that. That's probably better yes. than what I was going to say. Um, okay, so um, the end of episode four... Uh, Loki and mm. Sylvie, they've turned off the magic protection. Loki and Sylvie are um, meeting Mobius, Casey, B-15, and Ouroboros in the Loom Laboratory mm. thing outside of the Loom. And Timely. And Timely. Yeah, sorry. Damn, dang, there's so many people there. Okay, and Victor. <laughs> well, timely's important because he's about to right, become right, right, right. spaghetti. Yeah, yeah, he's he's very important. Um, <laughs> You're so brave. But they all, but they all become important. Oh my god, that was hilarious. <laughs> no, but they all become important. Yeah, there's there's a party in the Loom Laboratory. I don't remember if mm. we talked about what the Loom is in the I, our first loki episode we didn't i don't think we even saw the loom. no because we or only maybe saw... we did but we didn't know what it was yeah because we only saw like the first episode so it was like so kind of a mystery so it's like this thing that the tva has in order to make the sacred timeline I'm i sure. i have a very very dumb question about the loom okay go and i'm it. pretty sure this is not the case I'd... but if the loom is an object on the sacred timeline or just on the timeline in general does that mean the loom represents an event no say like the loom could be 
the visualization of what will happen in and later Avengers movie? I don't think so, but I had that thought while I was watching Loki. No, and here's why, in my opinion. I don't obviously don't mm-hmm. know everything. No, I, I want to hear what you have to think. I don't think I have no idea. I don't think that the loom is an object on a timeline. Mm-hmm. I think it Or even an event. I don't think it is. I think it only exists in the TVA and only exists in the realm of creating the sacred timeline. Mm-hmm. And I think that, okay, so Loki is confusing because it takes place outside of time, right? And yet he's still time traveling inside of a place that exists outside of time. Yes, but- They they even say it in the show, but it is very confusing. Yeah. Like, it makes zero sense. And if you think well, about it, it makes even less sense. That's absolutely but, like, true. That's kind of what but, I like. But <laughs> I, was, I was more saying it's confusing with the timeline of the rest of the MCU stuff that has come out because it takes mm-hmm. place outside of time. Because if you go back to the first episode of Loki- Loki comes from 2012. This Loki (laughs) last left Earth in 2012. And uh, he's obviously not in 2000. He's not going back to 2012 ever because Mm -hmm. that timeline was erased. But although there is one time that he goes to see Hunter B15. <laughs> yes, and who does live in, in 2012. 2012. Yes. And they make a point of like saying that there wasn't an invasion or anything like right. that. Um, but but anyway. But it takes place in this place where there is no time, there's no time going forward. So the other Marvel movies that have come out since Loki or TV shows or anything that have come out since Loki has come out, they have no bearing on Loki or all bearing on Loki <laughs> because if you think about like um Spider-Man No Way Home, uh mm. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, um Quantumania. Quantumania, yeah. So all of those ones that deal with aspects of the multiverse, I think the Marvels might, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. But I will say I am pretty confident, even in a slight way. Every single phase five and six movie so far has had an element of the multiverse. Right. Just an element. And like even Kamala Khan, the fact that she's like a mutant, like I I don't know if that has anything to do with it. But anything that has to do with the multiverse seems to be resting on what happens in the Loki season two finale, which is crazy Mm. because the Loki season two finale hadn't come out when all of those other things came out. Right. So I think Loki, I think it seemed to be planned from the beginning, but also is retroactively making the universe make sense. But it's only making the universe make sense because Loki is the one who made it not make sense in the first place right. by introducing the sacred <laughs> timeline. So it's very confusing. <laughs> So I had a revelation as I was driving home from the Marvels, and I'll talk a little bit about about that spoiler-free because I have seen it. The Marvels was supposed to come out last year when Quantumania did, Uh and Quantumania was supposed to come out right now. I feel like that clearly 
was supposed to be a better roadmap or a better timeline for what's going on. Mm. That being said, it, it still works. We're still piecing all the pieces together of this multiverse. And I almost like the fact that it's splintered in time that we're having to piece it all together. Clearly, a lot of audience do not like that. They want more <laughs> clear storytelling. But it's working for me, and all of this was affected by COVID, so I'm willing to give it a little more benefit of the doubt. That being said, all of this, I, I love Loki so much. I remember hearing from an interview that Loki season one and two was always planned. Mm -hmm. It was always two halves of the same book. And I just love that because that is clearly the case. Oh, absolutely. Despite the fact that it lost its showrunner, it is very much the same show, very same much. production design. They very much, you know what they did on this show? They had a show Bible and you can fucking tell, okay? You can because really tell. the show, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Kevin Feige, <laughs> but the shows without show Bibles, you can also tell. And they're not mm -hmm. very consistent. And this one is very consistent and very good. And there's a lot of love put into it. You can tell with the filmmaking, just the quality of Loki. You can tell. I mean, you can go back to any of our other episodes. We always have a lot of good stuff and bad stuff to say about the Disney Plus shows. And I will say I love almost all of them. With the exception of Secret Invasion. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, Loki is very, very clearly the best out of them. Mm -hmm. It was hard to decide between Loki Season 1 and WandaVision. It was. But Loki Season 2 has blown it out of the water. It really has. And it's it's important to see things as a full picture. And Loki was very much planned as a full picture. And unfortunately, for WandaVision... The trajectory that Wanda Maximoff goes on after WandaVision does not show that WandaVision had a full picture in mind for its character. And that's unfortunate. Mm. But in the case of a connected universe, that is a necessity. And it, it didn't work out. And I'm very sad because no. Wanda is one of my favorite uh, characters from the comics ever. But And this is a little off topic, but... Did you hear in another interview with, um, what's her name? Elizabeth Olsen. Who plays, yeah, Elizabeth Olsen. She was like, yeah, I think I'm done. We can just say Wanda died. Uh, that's Which really sad. sucks. Yeah, because she... Which I don't think... Cause the I don't thing... think she is actually done. I want to see her back, but... I don't know. Just because give her a big check. I don't know. It seemed like she... Is she really... You can tell in a lot of her interviews, she really liked the character of Wanda and she really liked doing all the work that she did in WandaVision. Mm -hmm. And she mentioned many times that she tried to tell the people who were making Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness <laughs> um, what her character arc was and how it was going to play out because they hadn't seen wandavision yet which is crazy they should have been given a script yeah. at the very least they should have been given a script they should have been in on the production or it should have been the same production team like i can't believe yeah. that that was not the case i know that it was directed and written by sam raimi but if you you need to have someone there with him you can't just 
Oh, mm-hmm. this is a universe. It's not they're not standalone films. You can't you can't let this kind of thing happen. Whatever. That was a long mm-hmm. time ago. But yeah. <laughs> back to Loki. Loki very clearly had this plan set out. And you can tell from the end of season one, they were already planning a season two. And this makes it even if they didn't know the exact way that they were going to get there. Mm-hmm. Seeing the finale of Loki season two, you can tell that they knew that they were getting to this specific place right the whole time. And I think Loki season one was the only Disney Plus show ever to end with the title card. You will see Loki again in season two, right? Because they'd already confirmed no, that exactly. season two was exactly. out. Exactly. Anyway, we should talk about the episodes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> episodes five and six, because we talked a lot five, about episode four. Getting the band back together. Oh, well, wait, wait hold such... on. We left off. We didn't explain. <laughs> the the loom, they all go to see yes. the loom, and the loom, <laughs> they try to fix it, and they, they send Victor, Victor timely out. Volunteers. He volunteers. They send him out to go into the radiation to fix up the loom and he walks outside he steps outside heroically and he immediately <laughs> turns into dust basically he gets pulled apart mm-hmm. by yeah, it, it's like the snapping where everyone just turns into dust but it's spaghetti it's spaghetti like the, for mr fantastic yeah. i love it it's all. great oh, it's so it's much like, <laughs> it's it, it reminds me of medusa's hair which also reminds me of spaghetti. But they all turn into snakes, you know? It's great. <laughs> Love spaghetti. I'm probably going to have spaghetti Love tonight spaghetti. Now. I'm going to have spaghetti right after this. <laughs> Although, ha- <laughs> this is way off topic. Have you been catching up on Rick and Morty? No, I haven't yet because it, right. I, it's cause I don't have Cartoon Network and it's not on Hulu yet. And oh. I'm very upset. And so I'm going to, I'm going to watch it somehow. I mean, yeah, I would never say this because I watch everything legally, but maybe there are some websites. We are very uh, law-abiding, non-pirating mm-hmm. citizens. I detest I've never gone on pirating. the high seas with movies. I detest pirating and all of its uh, incarnations. That's you, That means you are flag means death. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, there's an episode about spaghetti. That's all I'll say. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna. Yeah, maybe I won't eat spaghetti because of that episode. No, it's I like spaghetti. Okay, I'll eat spaghetti and then I'll watch that episode. <laughs> yes, good idea. What, what were we talking? Spaghetti, fine. Spaghetti. Okay. People getting turned into spaghetti. Yes. So Victor Timely gets turned into spaghetti, and then uh, the Loki's uh, Loki and Sylvie and and sorry, I just like calling them the Loki's. I think it's really funny. <laughs> um, they are the Loki's. Yeah. That could be a band. Oh, and Mobius sick. could be in there. Yes. <laughs> He's a Loki. Mobius and the Lokis. Stop. That's a great <laughs> oh, name. Oh, that's for perfect. <laughs> that is so good. Okay. <laughs> Someone write that down. Write it down. Okay. Um, so all of them are all in the the lab and they see Victor Timely turn into spaghetti and the loom explodes and then the episode ends. <laughs> and you're like, yep, oh, just okay. hard cut. <laughs> yeah so we're like oh what's gonna happen are they all gonna die probably not there are two more episodes but <laughs> mm-hmm. so then ep- and honestly i think for the week that we waited for this next episode to come out i was like anything could happen yeah anything and i have i was so excited 
for, because for episode five, we start up and Loki's just alone in the same room and he's time slipping. Mm -hmm. And at first I was very confused about all of this because like, why is he time slipping? Mm -hmm. But yeah, so I was also confused. I was like, hey, didn't they fix the whole time slipping thing? But... I reasoned, I don't know if this is canon to the show, but I reasoned in my own head <laughs> that Loki, when when they, when he went back in time and pruned, or when he pruned himself and he went forward in time, or went back in time, whatever, <laughs> I don't know what time. He's slipping around <laughs> He's everywhere. Slipping, yeah. When they <laughs> fixed the time slipping thing where he was involuntarily time slipping in the TVA, mm -hmm. um... I think that they just fixed it in the TVA, right? And then when they mm -hmm. turned off that power dampener, then he got that time slipping ability back. That would make sense. Here here was my justification. The loom breaking just turned on the failsafe program in the TVA which sent everyone in the TVA to their original point and it slipped loki around because he doesn't really have an original point anymore again that theory doesn't really work because why wasn't sylvie moved back to her right. original point yeah but maybe she just she has a time door maybe in the she does blink i think of an she, eye, just, she just ran through yeah it. well that seems likely <laughs> i'm pretty mm -hmm. sure but that yeah, is honestly both both of our theories are not only both correct because they both work but like they either one could be correct or i think that's what the creators could, want or both yeah. could be correct who knows it's like barbie land it's like whatever you think it is yes <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> sorry hold on <laughs> <laughs> gotta get the giggles yeah, out yeah, of yeah. barbie because god barbie's great <laughs> I just love how much you love Barbie and how much you try to slip it into any conversation we ever have. Anytime we're having a serious conversation about like changing the world or trying to change the world, mm -hmm. I will bring up the scene where Barbie lies down and says, I'll let a more important Barbie take care of it. Yeah. Because that scene is ingrained in my brain. It's hilarious. And it's perfect. All right. Uh <laughs> yeah. Back to Loki. So Loki the loner. Loki... Goes back and he his time slipped back to just before this has happened. And then it happens mm. again. And he turns to Ouroboros and he says, what could we have done differently? <laughs> and then he says, we need more time. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> yeah, I could do that. <laughs> so Loki keeps... It's basically the first part of this episode is basically Groundhog Day. Yep. And it's great. It's even got the fun music. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, I literally screamed, it's Groundhog Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he keeps going back. He keeps failing. The world keeps ending. He keeps going back and trying to fix it, trying to have more time, trying to be quicker. Never works. Then he eventually mm -hmm. goes back farther and oh, so at this point, he's still not in control of his time slipping. He is, which is interesting. I'm like, how do you know when to go back to if you're not in control right now? 
I figured he was. Oh wait, well wait, hold on, wait. We skipped a whole episode. No, he is in control. I'm so (laughs) sorry. We skipped a whole episode. That's episode. I'm glad we're going back to episode five because I do want to mention the moment where Loki time slips and the inflatable guys behind him, and he does the arm wave. No, it was so funny. I literally. (laughs) I don't know why they did that. Okay. But someone behind the camera was like, no, we are keeping that shot. Yeah, no. It is staying in the show. Wasn't it in the trailer? It was so funny. I have no idea. I remember (laughs) seeing that wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man in the trailer or something. I don't know. (laughs) I have to say the whole name every time because of Family Guy. But. uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) um, But I literally. Okay. I'm going to say this often. As I probably have for a long time, but I talk to myself and I talk to the TV while I'm watching things. <laughs> so I said out loud, I said, he's wacky and waiting, wack, wacky waving, inflatable arm flailing tube man. Get him for only $50.99. What is it? What, it's um, wacky waving, inflatable arm flailing tube man, wacky waving, inflatable arm flailing tube man, passing the safety zone to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, he he went, or he slipped next to the wacky, infl- I can't wacky even waving say it. Wacky waving arm inflatable arm flailing tube man. Fl- 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 man. It's a good vocal warm up. <laughs> <laughs> Unique New York. It's all I can do. <laughs> red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> yeah, he's meeting all the different like real. I was going to say real life versions of the people in the TVA, but this is them on a branch timeline in their actual they, lives. This is from where they come from eons ago. Eons mm. ago. Few drama. One of them is Frank. I can't remember his last name, but a guy who actually escaped from Alcatraz. He escaped from Alcatraz. That's a real story. Yeah. Um. So that's Casey. Casey is Frank who mm-hmm. escaped from Alcatraz. Um. Hunter B-15, we never learned her name, but she's a doctor. <laughs> she's a doctor in New York in 2012. Um, Which is why she wants to help people. Yeah, I like that. that's great. Um, Mobius is, oh, Mobius, Mobius, he Mobius. is a single dad of two young boys who are blonde like him. It's excellent. I love it. And he <laughs> is, he is a jet ski salesman. <laughs> <laughs> And a perfect form of union. A perfect and union or of form and function. <laughs> what did I say? He said a perfect form of union and function. <laughs> God damn it. Um, yeah, I did really like how Mobius had two kids. Yeah. One of which was an evil little kid who burns stuff, and then the older <laughs> one is the do gooder. Yeah. Which kind of reminds you of a pair of siblings, one of which may be Loki and the other's Thor. Oh my god, what? I never even thought yeah. of that. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh my god, that's why oh, I love that. That's so much. why Loki. That's why Mobius loves Loki so much. That's why he relates yeah. to Loki because his son <laughs> He's is one of basically his kids. Loki. Did he adopt <laughs> yeah. one of them? No, because they look identical to each other. But... <laughs> What happened to the mom? I don't know. Maybe she was blipped. Maybe there wasn't ever a mom. Did you ever think about that? Maybe there was another dad. Maybe. 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 (laughs) He just decided that he wanted to be a father. And he went to a a donor or something. (laughs) 
I could. I'm, it's me assuming and stepping too yeah, far. You're making but an those ass two kids looked a lot me. like him. <laughs> what? What do you mean? Of course they were. No, I meant like, what if he want? He was like, I want to have kids. I'm going to find a surrogate, and that's what he did. <laughs> that that could work. I guess maybe. Probably. <laughs> hey, you never know. No. As well as all I'm saying, you never know. Hmm. But honestly, the most important person I feel like to talk about in episode five is Ouroboros. Absolutely. Kiway Kwan, you've only... done it again. I love him. Oh, what a brilliant human being. <laughs> I love him so much and I love his character. I mean, just the name Ouroboros, the snake eating its own tail mm-hmm. and him and Victor both writing the book and they work. Oh, Everything about second. that, I love that so much. That makes so much more sense. Okay, see, I always... I know Norse mythology pretty well, but I always forget their stupid names because they all have a bunch of stupid <laughs> consonants in them, and I hate it's it. It's all Bledersnord yeah. and Jotunheim. And- <laughs> but, um, but he, okay, see, I forgot that that was the name of the snake because I remember, mm-hmm. I know, I every time I heard his name, I would think of the Aurora Borealis. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I know that that's not correct, but that's what it reminds mm-hmm. me of. No, just his whole character being tied around the idea of a snake eating its own tail. No, it's excellent. Love everything about that. So and even just his set in his branch timeline being the same set as the one in the TVA. Yeah. Just with minor differences. That, I was like, whoa, everything it's the same that. room. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, he is in 1994. He is a failed author. <laughs> I mean, and he has a published that, book, but it doesn't sell. Yeah, but he yeah, he has to put it onto the shelves himself, which is sad. A but sad. what really got me confused is the story that he's writing. They never really specify, but he says that Loki is one of his fictional characters. Come to life, yeah. So he might, yeah. Is he subconsciously remembering everything and writing it as science fiction? I don't know because they did have all bunch of different names and stuff. They mentioned it like mm. offhand a little bit, but that might be the. I don't think it's important, but I think no. that that might be the uh, the wink to camera bit. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, maybe he's writing Loki seasons one and two. Whoa. <laughs> Who knows? Um, and in 1994, it doesn't sell. <laughs> <laughs> so sad obi um no but he's great and he invents uh time travel in like 45 minutes um <laughs> no he does he does it in, no it took he, him 19 months yeah yeah he lost his wife that's in his true. home yeah that's really sad he just <laughs> offhandedly mentions how he loses his wife in his home because she leaves him because he's so focused on inventing time travel <laughs> i'm like damn yet all of that in that same shot, it has Obi trying to mess with the time door, and it's like glitching yeah, to the side and moving. So and I, I loved it. I couldn't stop laughing. It was that was perfect. Um, basically, Loki gathers them all together, and because Ouroboros has a hypothesis, he says they can read their time signature or something <laughs> if. He gets all the people who were there in the cup back to the yeah. The get all the pens in the mug. Get them all back in the same room, and we can 
try and get you to that place. Um, Does that make sense? No, but it's like they even said it. No. It's science fiction. Yeah. More fiction than science. More so. fiction than science. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> um, and then he goes to find Sylvie and Sylvie's McDonald's disappears. And <laughs> she does. And everything's disappearing everything's around disappearing. her. Like cups randomly, her shot glass. Yeah. Like, sometimes you won't even see the spaghetti. It'll just be gone. Yeah, that was the that. shot glass got me. I was like, what happened to the shot glass? Did she drink it? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is gone. But basically, she... So, Loki goes back there and realizes that Syl- this is not a Sylvie from a breach timeline who doesn't know anything. This is mm. the same Sylvie. She knows exactly what happened. She was there. So I think I think she did step through a time door because she has she does have one. So I think she just just zipped yeah. off when when she was like, oh well, this is going to shit. Bye, and she's just gone. <laughs> yeah. Very very. I'm gonna go back to McDonald's. Very Loki of her, honestly. Meal. Yeah. <laughs> very very Loki of her. Yeah. But yeah, that makes the most sense. And she's fully ready to just live the rest of her life in the 80s at a McDonald's. I love her to death, but I'm sorry, honey, that haircut is just not doing it for you. The mullet, it had its time, and it's gone now, and I don't like it. It's the mixture of bangs and mullet. It it does not work. I don't, it's not for me. I don't like it. Because we're getting ahead of ourselves, but we see Sylvie from season one, and I'm like, whoa, I forgot how good her, yeah, her old hair was. Her hair was great <laughs> before. She does, she can live in the 80s fine, dress her in long blazers, but don't change the hair. <laughs> yes. Whatever. <laughs> they made but a choice. I do want to say, before we move on to the finale, we got that one scene where Sylvie's in the record store. Yeah. And everything around her is just disappearing or turning to spaghetti. That guy tries to warn her. The VFX are incredible. Can I say, that was epic. That was so good. I was... Yeah. And just like, even from the beginning of the scene before the spaghetti, the camera work, like, it panned up on her, like, upside down, listening to the record on the couch, like a god shot down. It was great. Mm -hmm. Was, and the way the record was like just rising yeah. and the edges of it were turning into spaghetti. Oh my God. Oh my God. Stop. Beautiful it shot. So it was excellent. Um, <laughs> and then Sylvie Marvel, goes back Marvel, to the pay your, Hold on. Marvel, pay your VFX workers no. <laughs> more and give them a union and give them more rights. They deserve it. It's gorgeous. Okay. Give them oh more. Oh my God. <laughs> Not even that. Give your VFX artists time to do their job, yes, too. Yes, more time, more money, more all of it. More days off, time for sleeping. Jesus. And this, no spoilers. I probably said way too many spoilers last week about Invincible, so I need to cool it with the spoilers. <laughs> but there is an after credit scene for the Marvels, and I could put money on it that some VFX artists were working on it days before the release of the movie that's just horrible to hear i'm yeah it's not it's not good it should be a standard that our world is broken this capitalist machine needs to take a break (laughs) this is art you're Mm. messing with stop it (laughs) and it's fun art too we just want to have fun yeah yeah but anyway (laughs) back to loki okay so um loki so loki's witnessing everyone disappear in 
night they're in 1994 oh. in Ouroboros' workshop. Loki is watching everyone yep. turn to spaghetti, and the last person to leave is Sylvie. And when Sylvie, well, first Mobius leaves, and it's really sad. And then Sylvie, yeah. <laughs> then Sylvie turns into spaghetti, and uh, and well, well, no, it was it was. It was Casey, and that. Sorry, I have to go in order, or my yeah. brain will Casey yell. Casey was the first was... because every even I thought that he stole the time, whatever door, or whatever. Oh no, it I didn't. Is. I thought it was turning to spaghetti, but like, yeah, very. <laughs> I that was nowhere in my brain. Uh, so when people started disappearing, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Well, Casey, and then Mobius, and then B fifteen, and then Ouroboros, and then finally the room turns and then sylvie starts to turn into spaghetti mm-hmm. and loki can't handle it and he time slips and and then he says the most romantic line ever to ouroboros he's like it's not when it's who and i'm like shut the fuck <laughs> up loki <laughs> um just loki i get you want to be dramatic <laughs> like calm down okay shut up <laughs> You're so cute. <laughs> Stop it. Uh- <laughs> but yeah, him controlling this time slipping ability is so overpowered. It's awesome. And it made me so excited for the possibilities of a, like what could happen in the finale. Yeah, I was like, anything can happen. Loki, you are already literally a god you have literally so much power i keep saying literally i'll try and stop but you have so much power and now you can travel through time and space and it's revealed in the next episode that you're basically hero nakamura and you can yep. stop time and go anywhere and do whatever you want and i'm like this is nuts this is crazy how does he do that he just learned i don't know he didn't even I- say because I thought that it was a technology controlling it, but no, he just points his finger at the sky and yeah. boom, he okay, does it. Okay, hold on. We'll get there. We'll get there. But <laughs> um, so then he controls the time slipping and he goes back and he's back in the room and there's there it's back in the same close-up on him mm-hmm. when the loom explodes and he vows to do it better next time. That's when the Groundhog Day starts. Can I just say, mm-hmm. in that close-up shot, with all those lights on him, the only thing that I could think about in that scene was that Tom Hiddleston's eyes look exactly like green grapes. They, they <laughs> are, it, with this lighting, they're the same color as green grapes. I'm like, that's so green. That's like jade green. Like, so, like how does a human's eyes actually look like that? That's nuts. <laughs> so Tom Hiddleston has always been the perfect casting for Loki. Yeah. But this season ended, and I don't know if they made his cheekbones sunken or tighter, but man, he looked like Loki. It's just, it's just, it's, it's makeup like and, the, and his perfect face structure. That's mm-hmm. what it is. And they like did some CGI to make his nose more crooked or something. I don't did know. They? He looked I didn't even notice. Perfect. Okay, I'm gonna I don't think they that. did. I think my brain was just like, holy shit, that's Loki. <laughs> I was just connecting dots. Well, he's been Loki for 14 years. I, I think. But I mean, the way that the season ended, like yeah. ugh, mythological Norse we'll, Loki. We'll get there in a second. First, I do want to say, um, because the um, <clears throat> the SAG after strike ended literally last night, um, <laughs> Tom Hiddleston was able to go on 
Jimmy Fallon's show and promote the mm. last episode of Loki the day <sighs> after it came out. This is the only promotion it's gotten the whole time because or by the by the actors uh, because the strike ended. Um yep. he he went on and he was he was saying all this stuff about how it's not only the conclusion to season 2 but it's a conclusion to season 1 and it it he didn't say concludes but he said it's like it wraps up like it brings full circle his entire 14 years of playing Loki mm. and i was like that's crazy <sighs> first of all that it can do that and second of all that it's been 14 years nuts we better better see this version of Loki in Kang Dynasty or Secret Wars oh, just so that he can see Thor and Mobius one more I'm time. I'm certain that we will. I think, I don't think. I'm, okay, hold on. Well, I'm not certain. Well, okay. This could be maybe Tom not Hiddleston's certain, end. certain, but I think we will. Hold on. Okay, so Groundhog Day happens. Then, yes. so Loki can control. I was wrong before. I was I was misremembering. Loki can <laughs> control his time slipping. So he keeps going mm. back, doing Groundhog Day. And then he's like, okay. He, he looks at Ouroboros and he's like, oh, he goes back a little farther. And he's like, how long will it take for me to know everything oh, that you know about, uh, about quantum mechanics <laughs> and and time travel and all this everything like everything about everything and he says uh decades and then victor timely's like centuries and then (laughs) it just cuts to a black card title card and it says centuries later (laughs) and you're like and that was that was the moment where i was like oh they're doing this like loki is he's always been you know the god of mischief but he is a god yeah in this episode obviously he's a god and he's lived for centuries already Mm -hmm. but it's crazy to think that he has spent centuries doing this one thing trying to get this right stuck in this time loop and that's not even the end of it because he's still stuck there for a long time after and Mm -hmm. um he, he spends centuries he learns every thing he could possibly learn every possibility you he you come and um he's saying all these things he's like don't set the thing down don't do this don't do this don't (laughs) stop because he knows because he's seen every version of what could have happened and they finally do it it finally works and um victor timely does it he hits the thing and it launches into the loom and the rings expand whatever Mm-hmm. And it works. And he goes back into the room safely. And then Loki is so happy. And then it explodes again. <laughs> and he's like, what? And that was because I was saying this to the TV. I was saying it before <laughs> before this even started. As soon as they started talking about that's what they had to do, expand the rings. It was like episodes before. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense, though. It's infinite timelines. You can't... And if it's growing infinitely. Yeah, it's grow. It's an infinite... No, it's a multiverse. Infinite number of timelines, mm-hmm. infinitely growing. It's like space. You can't put a... You can't put a device, a loom, no matter how big it is, no matter how outside of time you are, around an infinite. You can't account for right. an infinite number. And that is exactly what they said. And I was like, oh my god, I'm so smart. <laughs> I was like, where's my degree I'm basically a quantum in quantum physicist. physics? Exactly. 
yeah. um but so so that's exactly and... what Ouroboros and Victor Timely say they're like it's infinite there's no way that you can account for that and the loom breaks so so he's like okay where do I have to go back to now oh no Sylvie says it Sylvie's like I it, it's like this was destined to happen since I killed he who mm. remains so Loki goes back there and then we're back at the season one finale and I thought there was a chance this might happen the entire episode I was thinking how far back is Loki gonna go like we could even go as far back as Thor one sure but I'm glad we just went back to the finale yeah. of this first episode. And we even go back to the first episode of the show in general. Oh, gosh, yeah. But, but yeah, that, that scene hurts. But well, okay. before we get there. Before we get into it, this episode is called Glorious Purpose. So before oh. we even started, I knew something was up. Because the first ever episode of Loki, Loki Season 1, Episode 1, is entitled mm -hmm. Glorious Purpose. <laughs> and I knew that off the top of my head because I'm a fucking nerd and <laughs> I and this episode in the recap it also made a point of showing Loki in the first episode saying I want to be king I deserve a throne yes and <sighs> <laughs> it's just a lot it's just a lot um <laughs> so uh, and also guts. they've been going back to that location that, all season they've been going back to the palace right. at the end of time he who remains is oh, house i guess um mm -hmm. rad to call that a house his crib. but it is yeah his crib <laughs> <laughs> so they i was like i have a feeling that we're gonna do something involving the season one finale we're gonna see he mm -hmm. who remains alive again and he goes so loki goes back Time slips back to there, to then, when Sylvie is about to kill him. And he ends up spending who knows how long, how many cycles fighting Sylvie over and over again. And Sylvie ends up winning and killing He Who Remains every single time. Until eventually, well, not eventually, but to, so yeah. we see one timeline where He Who Remains stops time. And talks and it's to Loki. Loki just going up to He Remains and he's like, are you ever gonna butt in? Like, you're just gonna let yourself die. Yeah. And then He Remains just like stops Sylvie and he's like, how many times have you been doing yeah. this, bud? <laughs> and he's like, it, it was so menacing the whole time. He was like, yeah. he was like, you think that I'm just gonna lay back and let her kill me and that would be it? No. This is all... He's like, I told you. Yeah. Reincarnation. Reincarnation, baby. This is all <laughs> my plan. This is all a failsafe. There is mm. no way to keep going with the loom. Either I stay right. alive and stay in control of everything, or you have to kill Sylvie. Or no, no, sorry. That's... No, no. That's the option one. I stay alive mm. and you have to kill Sylvie. And the universe stays intact or mm -hmm. everything but the sacred timeline is purged. everything that yeah everything gets destroyed because it's a failsafe because he who remains is that afraid i guess of his multiverse <laughs> counterparts of his variants mm -hmm. and that is 
that he's willing to burn everything unless it's this specific timeline, which is mm-hmm. kind of metal. Just but, vicious. Uh, <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Um, but uh, Loki can't kill Sylvie. He can't do it. Mm-mm. He doesn't want to. And why should he, honestly? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they, uh, so he's like, no, I'm going to figure out something else. I'm going to break your loom. And he who remains is like, well, then then you're going to have to deal with all the other Kangs and uh, <laughs> all the Kangs and whatnot. Um, but so then Loki starts going other places. He time travels back. Where does he and go? I, I feel like Next. It's, I he goes to Mobius so that he can try to convince himself to kill Sylvie. Mm-hmm. But the real reason why he went back to Mobius is just to see him one last time. Yeah. Because he knows what he's actually going to be doing. Yeah. I think at this point. He, he goes knows. back to the first uh, episode of Loki where he and Mobius, yep. it's just him and Mobius sitting in that room talking about his life and i'm like this is the quintessential loki moment just owen wilson and tom hiddleston sitting in a room talking about loki and i'm like (laughs) going over loki's slideshow life you know and it's crazy and the fact that mobius just takes it in stride he's like okay you clearly know exactly what's going to happen and you're clearly (laughs) not the same loki i was talking to five seconds ago Uh, (laughs) and that was just so fun. Um, but so he goes there and he tries to get closure to, I don't know, I guess kill Sylvie. Yeah. But then he goes. But we know he's not yeah. going to do that. Well, he goes back and he talks to Sylvie also and he stops time and he tells mm. her, uh, this is what I might have to do. And she's like, well, I'm not going to give you my blessing to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was like, Fair. Fair point. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to do I that. I wouldn't give someone's, someone my blessing to kill me. Why would yeah. I do that? Especially because Sylvie's right. We all know that yeah. Sylvie's right. People, the, the timelines deserve free will. And mm-hmm. he who remains keeping the, the sacred timeline intact is actively murdering every other timeline every other universe and that's crazy so we all know sylvie's (laughs) right and loki just has to he has to come to terms with that that it's better that there's free will and that you know bad things might happen but sylvie Mm -hmm. said bad things happen everywhere there's still inequality and uh, injustice and terrible things that happen on the sacred timeline all over yeah. the place why does mm. this one version of reality deserve to exist over any other and there is a lot of discussion in season two specifically of how much are you morally willing to let slide or let sacrifice for the greater good? Mm -hmm. And I love the way that they tie up that entire theme and storyline with Loki saying nothing. I'm not willing to sacrifice any of my friends. Yeah. Other than, you know, my own life. Yeah. Because that is something that you have full control over. And that really smacked me like a truck. That just, that theme. That was really good. Oh, God. Yeah. Ugh, okay. And then so Loki goes back to he goes back to right before the loom is going to 
uh, explode. And instead mm. of, even though he's done it a hundred million centuries worth of times way where Victor goes out and onto the, the bridge to fix the loom, this time he doesn't. This time Loki goes out onto the uh, thing. He runs out. He stops everyone from following him. And he... He like it's so epic. He walks onto the bridge and oh, he has. To... But before then, oh. I have to point this oh, out because yeah. I will continue pointing out all of these. Uh, I don't even know what to call them. Just callbacks because oh, before yeah. he walks out, he says, "I can do it for you, for all of us," which is the exact same thing he said to his dad before. You know, he fell what? into space in the first Thor movie. Oh my god, I didn't I can do even... it for you, for all of us. I didn't even remember that. Stop. Yeah. That's no, awful. No, that line had me But this time up. he's looking at Sylvie and Mobius, and I'm like, stop mm-hmm. it. Sir, <laughs> stop it. Yeah. Ugh. And then, yeah, he, he walks out, and the music starts playing. He gets his... And like I said before, not just comic book Loki, mythological Norse Loki. Yeah. And he looks like Loki. He fucking does. And it is perfect. And he, so he's, he's going out there and he's like pushing all the, he's, he's, he's using his magic to, I guess, contain the radiation or stop. But then yeah. he, he uses it to break the loom. He uses his magic. Mm. And he breaks the loom. And while it's all happening, he transforms into, I guess, what his quote-unquote true form would be. He's he's <laughs> yeah. wearing his crown of horns. They're bigger than they ever have been. And I love <laughs> yeah. them. And he's wearing... Uh, but he's not wearing, like, his kingly, Loki, leather-clad mm-hmm. superhero suit from the Avengers or anything like that. No, he's wearing just, like, a tunic and pants and a cape he's like he looks like an actual deity like it's he looks like he walked off of the set of game of thrones yeah and it's perfect it's great um and Mm -hmm. he and then so he breaks the loom he does it he destroys it and then and then all these black dying threads of time start just kind of floating everywhere yeah and I'm not sure if he starts individually giving them life or putting power back into them so that they can just survive because he just starts taking them and wrapping them into his hands. And then he just goes to the center of it all, sits down in a chair and gives the entire multiverse, I don't know, a chance yeah. no, it's, to live. It's it's crazy because I think like by breaking the loom, I don't understand why they would the they would be dying the timelines. I, I I have no idea. But I don't know something up for some reason they couldn't exist without him, and so he like he threaded them into himself into his own life force, and they're coming from his hands, from his cape, from his, the back of his head. It's like all over his body and he takes them and he just yeah like you said he he goes to the end of time basically that's where Mm -hmm. he goes and he sits on a chair and loki has his throne and he has his purpose is it glorious no but he's burdened with it (laughs) 
Hey, but with glorious purpose comes glorious responsibility. (laughs) (laughs) I think the point of that was like, because I think when he was talking to Mobius, I think that was a big thing about it. And he was like, you say you're burdened with glorious purpose. Purpose isn't glorious. Mm. It just is. (laughs) And you're burdened with it. And that's what (laughs) happened. Because it's not glorious. Because Loki is going to Mm. sit there forever. And watch. And watch everything. He's like the ultimate watcher. He's like, he is king of the universe now. That's nuts. (laughs) He pretty much is the tree of life. Yeah. Oh my God. No, wait, wait, no, 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 stop. That's what I was just going to say. Like it zooms out and he has all of these vines of time and he twists them around himself in like a cocoon and it zooms out. And at first Mm -hmm. I thought that it was like, what is that? An infinity symbol? And no, it turns And it keeps on going further. And it turns upright and it is Yggdrasil or whatever. Yggdrasil, however you fucking say it. It's like YGG, so there's no way to pronounce it. Yggdrasil. (laughs) It is the Norse tree of the nine worlds. It's the tree of life. Mm -hmm. And I literally screamed. And then I immediately (laughs) texted you. What did I text you for verbatim? I thought it was really funny. It was like, what a finale. No, no, that's what you said. I said. No, yes, you're right. (laughs) I said, I'm. Okay, this was at 10. It was what 11 o'clock at night 11 45 <laughs> at night and i said i'm literally crying this is not okay fucking loki <laughs> <laughs> yep and that's what loki does to yeah. you yeah i was literally in tears god i need to stop saying literally i was in tears <laughs> and i could not believe that this was happening i was like whoa and like not only are they coming full circle with all of the character arcs and themes and everything, but they're also coming full circle with the Norse mythology. Damn, why did I ever doubt them? <laughs> yep, and it was perfect. Mm-hmm. And I think I had cried a lot in this finale, but at this point, at the very, very end of it, I was not crying because I was waiting for an after credit scene and that did not those show up. Bastards. There was none. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And I was like, okay, this might be the end. This might be the end for a while. I think definitely, yeah. I don't think Loki is going to be leading anything else. But I think, no. I think people are going to come visit him at some point. Yep. <laughs> he is going to be a point of interest in one of the next Avengers movies. I am confident about that. I can't believe that literally the villain of the first Avengers movie is now king of the universe. Not even king of the universe. (laughs) He's god of the universe. He is everything. Without him, there is nothing. Yeah, he's a good person now. (laughs) (laughs) He found love and friendship and and courage and compassion he he spent centuries learning things so that he could keep his friends alive so that he wouldn't have to be alone yeah because he really didn't want to be alone and now he's alone forever (laughs) stop i'm gonna cry again (laughs) but again i feel like i wasn't crying because i wanted that after credit scene i don't know if i was expecting like deadpool to show up but i definitely wanted something <laughs> that would have been absolutely tone shifting <laughs> that would have been well crazy. we know that 
the TVA is going to play a role in the next Deadpool movie. So honestly, in the back of my mind, I was expecting it. That would be like great. 40% chance. I, I thought it might happen. I want them to replace all of their stupid timekeeper art in the TVA with just pictures of Yagdrazo. Yes. 100%. And then at the center, you could see a little speck. A little, little horned man. <laughs> just a little stick figure with <laughs> <Yeah>. horns. <laughs> and he's smiling, but he's got tears rolling down. Oh my down. god, that's so sad. <laughs> that's really, really sad. Okay, I think we need to move on or I'm for real yeah. going to cry again. <laughs> <laughs> with that, let's move on to our consumption corner where we're just starved for content. I've never so, eaten Sasha, content a day in my life. I'm so starved. You've never eaten content. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. What anymore. what do you need to be eating then? Um, I don't. If you're gonna starve, <laughs> I need I need the freaking Percy Jackson series to be out already. Oh my god, <laughs> it hasn't come out yet, oh. and I'm sad. Um, you mentioned the actors' strike ending. That means that we get to have Percy, Annabeth, and Grover go out on all those interviews and have fun and be little kids. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Honestly, I'm really glad that can happen. I'm so excited, and I'm really actually kind of worried I've been thinking about this, because I'm like, they need to renew season two already and start working on it, because because they're gonna get bigger. Kids age, right? And they need (laughs) to stay children. (laughs) I I also just don't want to wait, but yeah, yeah they got five too. seasons. I'm like, because you do. gotta do, you gotta do. They're they gotta be twelve in the first one, thirteen in the second one. Obviously, the kids are older than that already, but they have to. I mean, they're still gonna look it, but like yeah, you know, whatever. They at least look the part, you yeah. know. Thirteen, and like, then uh, Tom Holland is like twenty six, but he looks eighteen. So yeah, it works. Well, because per- Percy Jackson isn't like Harry Potter because it's not always the same because. Okay, no, so it's it's thirty it's twelve, thirteen, fourteen, and then fourteen again because Battle of the Labyrinth mm. takes place like right before Percy's fifteenth birthday. And, and then so, yeah, and he's fifth, sixteen and then fifteenth birthday. Or his sixteenth birthday is very important for the prophecy yeah, this, that he's fulfilling. Yeah, it's the last one. And so it's like they skip a whole year, but then they also like do two in one year, so it's like it makes yeah. sense. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, but anyway. stuff that I... So what what are you consuming currently? Well, the one thing that I really wanted to mention was Invincible. I'm going to mention it every week. I love it so much. I did not mention in our Invincible episode that Donald has just somehow returned. I don't know if you remember Donald. Who's Donald? <laughs> He's, he looks like Bobby from King of the Hill. He's uh, Cecil's right hand. Oh, yeah. Did he die in the first mm-hmm. season? Yeah. Did I totally forget that? Yeah, he got... Omni-Man grabbed his spine, like, out of his back. Oh, shit. And then he exploded the building. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about that. That's crazy. But yeah, he's back. And uh, in the newest episode, they bring that up. The fact that he's back and no one knows why. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it yet. Um, but yeah. Definitely watch the newest episode. There is a play on Gotham City, and I love it. Ooh, love it so much. Um, I have I been watching. Oh, I wanted to amend something that I said a few episodes back. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, because I've since rewatched it and started reading the book. But back in our Halloween episode, I talked about one of my favorite movies. Um that I watch every year on Halloween, Practical Magic. Mm-hmm. 
um, which I've mentioned a few <laughs> I times. I have since tried to watch this. You have? It was not for me. No. Okay, fine. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I, I, I gave it a good shot. That's fair. But I had previously said that the plot is not good. And I changed my mind. The plot is very really? good. I like it. <laughs> You know, to each their own. I like it, okay? It's super fun and campy. And <laughs> I I I mean, I watched it at midnight on Halloween and my first thought was, damn, this is so good. <laughs> I guess if we're going back to Halloween recommendations, I did not mention Hocus Pocus one or two at all oh my God. and that should have been on the list yeah, Hocus Pocus my girlfriend been. and I watched that Halloween night Halloween perfect. Town should have been on the list oh yeah yep God. missed out on some we'll have another Halloween to talk oh, about yeah. recommendations Halloween, we'll do it again crazily comes every year so <laughs> there'll be but another one before we uh finish up this podcast I do want to mention in the next a uh, day or so, we should have an episode where we talk full spoilers about the Marvels. But uh, I'll just say, really fun time. Fuck the haters. <laughs> uh, this movie's not making a lot of money, and it really makes me sad because I had so much fun watching this movie. Good to know. There, there's definite things that I would change. Maybe five minutes more on the villain, while being vague as possible. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. Question about your specific viewing of the marvels did you wear yes. any marvels swag that i may or may not have sent you you know there was there was a, a black the marvels sweater that i wore to the showing and i honestly i was a yes. little embarrassed wearing it <laughs> i mean it was there was only like two other people in the theater again this movie's not making a lot of money but everyone was looking at me like is is that guy a captain marvel just like fanboy like what's going on here <laughs> <laughs> but no, I was Sasha gave me some merchandise for the Marvels, including a sweatshirt that I wore. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and it was I, it, it's a pretty good sweatshirt. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I I was hoping that you would wear it to go see it because I'm definitely going to wear mine when I go see it. I don't care what anyone thinks. <laughs> I but and again, also... you could be a Captain Marvel fanboy because Captain Marvel's cool. Yeah. But also I am the person who went to see Spider-Man in a full spider-man get up so i i it's been stated that i don't care what people think when i go to the movies where i live there's a lot more hicks so i feel like if i dress up super nerdy they're like what in the hell is that kid doing (laughs) (laughs) meanwhile i'm just out here going last weekend to rocky horror picture show and in a full (laughs) course Oh, I wish I could do that. Come visit, and then you can. Yes. Yes, I will. But with that, this has been a glorious podcast. And we were burdened with it. 